What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of MGC. On today's episode, I get to talk to Shane, and I learn a lot about him and about the acting community and acting schooling and how to get an education for acting, how to find a career in acting, and I get to poll on his opinions about just the acting community and how to find a place for yourself in the arts. And it was very educational for me because I find a lot of people in the arts but not many pursue it as far as Shane has so far. And it's very interesting getting his take on a lot of these things. And additionally, we just talk about life in the artistic life and how to continue pursuing art and how to continue creating art and a whole bunch of content. So I had a great time and I learned a lot. It was very educational for me and I'm sure it will be for you too. So please enjoy the episode and we'll see you at the end. All right, in three, two, one. Shane, thank you so much for coming to hang out. We like, how long were you here before you even hit record? Like, it's been like already like two hours or something. Two, three, maybe. Yeah, we ate some chicken. It was t- delicious. It was and then really my good. fucking my stepmother's making actual food though. Like, she had a huge tray of macaroni, and it's I was Italian like, yeah, it was incredible. Tray. That that's what I wanted to eat. And I was like, great. I brought Shane over, and then my stepmother's showing me up with her pasta. <laughs> anyway. I, I'm going to talk to you like you weren't here two seconds ago, but pulling up your Instagram just now Uh and your, your profile picture on your Instagram makes you look like a fucking lion. Do you have any idea what I mean when I say, I'm like, look at, look, look, you look like you're glowing. I mean, I do know what you mean. People, you do know. Yeah. 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 People say you look like a lion. Sometimes. Was it you that was a long time ago? I was told that you were auditioning for, um, What's that? Is it a musical or a play about Jesus? He wears a Superman t-shirt? I was um, going to a vocational school okay. in Somerset County, um, and I was playing Jesus in the musical Godspell. Yes, that's what it was. That's what yeah. it is. How long ago was that? Oh, yikes. That was a long time ago, right? Sophomore year of, of my high school. Don't even, I can't believe I even remember that. Yeah, that's that was way back. But um, yeah, I did a lot of shows down in... Uh, Votech, which was the school I went to, uh, Somerset County Vocational High School. Um, we did Godspell, uh, Sunday in the Park with George, Les Mis. Oh, uh, hell Our yeah. Town. I think the year before I was allowed to audition for anything, they did a really awesome production of Avenue Q, which is a hilarious, I, I would consider it a parody of Sesame Street, an adult Sesame Street. It's so funny. But an adult a, Sesame Street? Yeah, they did a really great job Is it with, job like, with humans that. or Muppets? Um... It's with puppets, Muppets. M- whatever, whatever. Yeah. Puppets don't exist. They're Muppets. They're alive. Come but, on. like, the actors will... You'll yeah, see the actors yeah, yeah, on yeah, stage yeah. moving around with the, with the Muppet. Yeah. And, um, That's cool. Yeah, no, it's, it was really funny, really well done. Sounded great. Hilarious. So do you still... Like, what, what's your thing? Are you like, You're stage acting, right? It's not acting for the camera. You're more... You prefer stage acting? I... I, I can't... It's hard when you ask someone that yeah, okay. in this industry, um, at least for me, I love doing film a lot, but I also really love doing stage work. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just graduated college, and I'm trying to figure out what I'm doing right now. <laughs> Bro, I get it. Yeah, it's it's a lot, especially with all this COVID stuff going on. Like Everything's different. The industry is totally different from what people thought they were preparing you for. Yeah. So, so explain that to me. Explain, because how old are you, Shane? I'm 23. So you're 23. I was the same age. So we're 23, okay? 
And you obviously had dreams, you had goals, you have things you wanted to do. And then whether it was life happened, the pandemic happened, um, you didn't have enough money or were confused on what you wanted to do. What was your plan and what actually happened for your dreams and goals when it comes to acting? Like, where did you start and where did you want to finish but actually end up? Are we going like way back where I started? Or? This is about you, man. I want to know. Because <laughs> the reason why I asked you this question is because... I like asking questions like this is because when I listen to a podcast or I watch a movie or I listen to like an interview, I'm like, and I, okay, let's say Rob Downey Jr. And although his life is actually pretty well uh, documented, I would be like, I want to know how he started. Like, I want to know how to do what he did and, and do take the steps he took. I mean, like, it's a bad example, Rob Downey Jr., but I want I want to be able to know that. So I like to ask people the question, how, why, when, because I feel like no one talks about that mm-hmm. even though to you you might be like oh you don't want to know it's boring but no i i want to know like okay, I, okay. How'd, you, how'd you start what happened uh i think i was in second grade and my mom was like hey you want to do a hip-hop class okay and me not cool. even knowing what that was i said yeah i'll do that and it kind of just carried on from there i did a couple years of dance classes as a kid and then i got recommended to do an acting class at this after school thing i don't even yeah, pull, pull it a little bit closer. A little closer. Or it might be uh, you could like turn this up and down too. Yeah, you can play with it the whole entire thing. Yeah, no worries. See. Is this better? I think this is better. You probably there yeah. It sounds go. good. Um, let me take it back real quick. Go go for it. So my mom was like, "Hey, do you want to do this hip hop class?" And young me was like, "Sure." I didn't really know what that was, but I did it. Yeah. Um, and I actually really enjoyed it. I did a couple of years of uh, hip hop, and then I got recommended to do a acting class, and it kind of just carried on from there. And here we are over a decade later and I'm still doing it. I love it and it's mm. great. Um, and then I went to, at one point I went to, a vo- like I was talking about before, the vocational school, which is where I really grew the most, uh, I think as an actor. And then that led on to me going to college for musical theater and I just graduated with a BFA in musical theater. Oh, wow. Good yeah. for you, man. <laughs> Where'd you go? Uh, University of the Arts in Philadelphia. Okay. So now, now as although it might be a, the short version, we know uh, how it started and where you are. Where do you want to get to and where have you ended up right now Like when it comes to actually working on your craft? So <clears throat> right now I am submitting a lot of auditions for shows, film, commercial. Voice acting is something I've been getting into for a couple of years now. I could, I could picture that. I could picture it's, that. It's difficult. It's a difficult one to get into because mostly what I've heard from people who are already in that part of the industry say it's just you got to find a teacher that'll help you verify what kind of voice you have, maybe for voiceover commercials, voice animation, or maybe um, audiobooks, stuff like that. There's a lot of voice acting out there. Personally, I would really like to do animation. Of course. Come on. One of the biggest dreams I could have is doing like a series on Cartoon Network and having oh, yeah. uh, having a character on a show like that would be so much fun. I would really love doing something like that. I could see it. Yeah, man. So, I, I goals in my future are, you know, animation show. So, uh, yeah, I'm like do are you like are you a storyteller or do you like being a part of the story? Like the way I can explain that is like uh there's a writer and there's the actor. Do you like yeah. doing both? Do you like Obviously, you like acting more, I'd, I'd imagine, but do you want to make your own stories? I've dabbled in it a little bit, and, you know, actors and writers, we're, Your hand in the hand. job I description mean, like, yeah. is just storyteller. We're, yeah. all, we're, all, we're all storytellers, storytellers here. of course. It's a collaborative project. Um, 
but yeah, I've I've written a couple things that haven't really left my laptop. <laughs> Why? Why, man? I don't know. I, I I'm I'm an actor, and I haven't really had the opportunity to opportunity to put that stuff out there. I've done some basic things. I've written written some. I've actually written an animated show. Ah, oh, cool. Myself, I've done. Um, um, you ever watch Phineas and Ferb? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, you know absolutely. that episode where they get uh, love handle back together? Yeah. I, I was trying to write uh, a musical on that. Yeah, because yeah. that's such a great episode, and I thought that would be really cool to see that as a musical with, you know, there's already great songs in that episode yeah. already. Like adding more to it would be even better. I mean, I had this idea of having Perry the platypus. Okay. Um, be like a real secret agent with like uh he's like he's turquoise right he, i'm a little colorblind he's, i'm not sure oh well i think he's turquoise uh have like a turquoise suit and like a beaver tail patterned vest or something like something really sick and badass yeah you know what'd be cool like imagining each of the characters like even the like the animals like as humans yeah yeah it's like yeah, a, yeah, like yeah. a noir kind of thing mm-hmm. but um you, you're talking about uh voice acting and i and the reason why i ask you if you have your own stories is because um listen animation's hard and like talking to my uh, other cousins that are like getting involved in, the, in stuff, like uh, coding, oh. is almost impossible unless like mm-hmm. you spend like twelve hours a day for at least like four months learning how to do it. Like yeah. at the least, like it's really fucking hard. And even then, you won't really be able to do much. Um, but if you were able to like get an animation software or something and just post things on YouTube or even like little clips on TikTok, I think that'd be awesome. It would get you out there and you'd have fun with it. Um, I don't bet too much on your plate, <laughs> but also. Uh, there's a lot of, I want to use the word open source, but that's not the right t- term. Um, a lot of like, so, okay, for instance, there's this old video game I used to play, and it's called, uh, it's Lord of the Rings game. It's called Battle for Middle Earth. It's a RTS. And there's this group of people, um, like coders, um, editors, voice actors, like, like a, a whole group of people that are recreating the game on Unreal Engine. Mm-hmm. And they're doing an amazing job. And they're going to give it away for free because they can't uh, charge anyone because EA owns the rights. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, they're they like, guys, we need voice actors. We need writers. I'm like, you should look at stuff like that because I feel like, and tell me if I'm wrong. This is where I'm going to... No, 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 no. This, this is where I'm going to put it on to you. Tell me if I'm wrong. Is, I feel like when it comes to the art, whether it's acting, uh, writing, modeling, singing, uh, the best thing you can do, like even removing education from it is having a portfolio. And I feel like that'd be a good way to build your portfolio. Uh, what's your, what does yours look like now? So right now, um, I've got a resume going with a lot of shows and um, film that I've done, a lot of vocal performances and radio stuff. Um, radio stuff, really? Yeah, a couple of things, like Christmas cool. right. specials. Oh, and that's nice. That's stuff. nice. But um, on my website, you can find some reels of mine that um, are – Basically, stuff I've done for showcases, mostly theater-based work you'd find on there. Um, I think a couple songs that I usually are my go-to are uh, Climbed at the Top of Mount Rock from School of Rock. Have you heard of that musical? Yes. Yeah, yeah, is that the one about um, like uh, the government and stuff? No, no, no. That's the one where... Um, Wait, what am I thinking about? It's the movie version of it has Jack Black. Oh, that School of Rock? That's I was thinking about the play. No, no, no. You no, know no, what no. I'm talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. It's something they did at my <laughs> school that is called, or, oh, Schoolhouse Rock. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, School of, of course I know, I look, I look like an <laughs> idiot now. Of course I knew School of Rock. Are you kidding me? Come on. Yeah, School yes. of Rock. So I use uh, yes. Climb to the Top Mount Rock as one of my vocal uh, performances. Um, and then, oh, 
Where was I going with this? That's a good question. I don't yeah, know. I, don't, I don't know. Oh, your um, resume, your, your portfolio. Oh, resume, yeah. So yeah. just like a lot of shows I've done, um, I think uh, at UArts, I got to be a part of this really cool production called Heart Island Requiem, which is an original musical, and it was my first time being a part of something original. Oh, um, all right, cool. I was, I was ensemble for it, but it was really cool because I got to be a sick ghost. And basically, a sick ghost. Am I allowed to talk about what it's all, what the show is about? I don't know. It was, that's not up to me. It's up to you. Okay. Well, why we? Why would you? <laughs> I'm now worried. Why would you know, ask like me that question? Copyrights or something? Oh know. no! Are you kidding me? I'll spoil everything right now. But I'm not a meanie. So okay. You can do whatever you want. I'm not gonna. Iron I'm not Man, gonna get angry. Iron Man dies. Anyways. No. Nah! <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So it's this really cool show, Heart Island Requiem, and it's about this island in New York City called okay. Heart Island. And basically, back then they would, during the AIDS pandemic, they would put a lot of the bodies. That were unidentified on that island. Oh, um, that's really sad. that's true. Yeah, it's Damn. real. Um, very, very few people can go there nowadays. Why? Why? I don't know. Um, I'm I'm not really sure. You have to have a lot of permission to get over there. But I'll get back to that in a second. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Anyways, this show is about um, this little ghost girl on the island, and she wants to get off the island. But this guy who's there is like. The headmaster of all the ghosts. Okay. And he's like, no, we're all going to stay here and we're going to work on this. You know, they've got this whole system of like, I don't know, ghost society going on. Yeah. And it's really interesting. And a lot of the stuff there is true. But um, what was really interesting was after I did my show, my grandfather came to see our final performance. And he was like, oh, Heart Island, I know that place. You have two relatives buried there. Oh my gosh! I was like, "Whoa, are what? you serious?" I like this whole process of months and months of working on this show, and I had you no idea that. Yeah. that I had relatives on that island. But apparently, I do on both sides of my family. Actually, wow, I don't, I, I don't know how that. That would have been nice to know. Why, like, yeah, need some motivation? I've you got know? like twin aunts that are buried there, and then I've got you like, could have like great grandfather and wow. great great grandfather or something. Um, but yeah, it was crazy. It was really cool being going back to how that's an original musical. It was my first time doing that, and it was really cool to have a lot of the freedom because, you know, you work on all these other musicals and people have standards for certain characters and how they're supposed to be, but you have a lot of freedom with yeah. making your own character. Yeah, that makes a lot know, of sense. It's, it's a different experience than doing something that's been done over and over again, and it's really cool, and I hope I get to do more stuff like that in the future, totally. That's really cool that you say that because when when you go to like an acting class and you're like, all right, you gotta go recite uh, this monologue from this yeah, play, yeah, yeah. and you're it's like, like all the same stuff, and yeah, and then you go look at like how other people have done it and stuff. It's like, but in an original, you're the first person to do it, right. so it's how you want to do it is how it is, and then people have to look at what you did to see to get some inspiration. That must feel awesome to just not have to be constrained, you know? Yeah, and it's not all black and white. There's a, there are also those gray areas where sometimes, like, actors, we're supposed to take risks. We're supposed to be taking these risks and accepting the good and the bad that come with those risks. And, you know, if you see a character like Jean Valjean from Les Mis, you mm. don't have to play him like everyone else does. It, it would be such a big risk to do something else with that character. And, you know, the director will be like, this is great, or this is big poo-poo, you know? You <laughs> yeah. don't want to... <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, there's a lot of freedom with being an actor, but also a lot of specificity. Yeah. So what would you say is is your next step right now if you get let's okay, so you you have a lot of uh you said you put you put your applications out, you're doing auditions, you're doing video auditions? 
Yeah, because of the pandemic right yeah, now, yeah, everything's yeah. just video submissions. And where do you find these auditions? I use these um, networking apps. Right now, the one that I'm using the most is Actors Access. There's a lot of, when I, because, although definitely not in your tier, I like to act as well. Definitely not as good as you, as far as you I know. In, um, you were in a Marvel show or something. I was, I was an extra, but yeah. yeah. yeah but that's still... Which only, the only like reason why fun. that's cool is because <laughs> I'm in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I took that like test with Thanos, and I didn't get snapped. I, mean, I hey, survived. That's a brag. But now, brag. Yeah, but now the show, the show I was in uh, is retcon, so it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> but um, what, was I, what was I saying? Oh, okay, because I, I hate saying this because I'm really not, but I kind of am. I'm, a, I'm an actor, but <laughs> I... I was looking at act, uh, Actors Access. I was looking at Backstage, and they—it's—they're just sketchy. I don't know how any of this stuff works. Everything that has to do with acting or performing. It always looks like a scam. <laughs> so explain all this to me, please. Well, I'm just starting to get into a lot of it, but from my experience, Actors Access can and can't be sketchy. Um, you just got to be aware of these projects, and what I've learned—excuse me. Yeah. Good. Uh, what I've learned is to ask for information from whoever's directing or whoever's um, looking for the actors for this project yeah. specifically. So, um, yeah, like if there's like super, I don't mean to sound stingy about money, but like if there's like really s- small pay for something for like 12 hours, yeah, that's kind of a red flag maybe. Um, but then you've also got options as a, a union actor, which is someone who has professional auditions if that's a okay way of putting that um so they're basically union actors and non-union union actors i'm non-union i don't have an agent or anything i'm kind of on my own right now i just fresh out of college yeah but um union actors are they have standards you got to get paid a certain amount fed at a certain, certain time project, yeah talk to your agent or whatever yeah about these projects but um yeah, right now I'm just on my own, so I'm trying to find things. Uh, what basically stuff that I've been submitting for right now, a lot of it keeps coming back, and you know I've haven't had any, many sketchy things. The sketchiest thing I've gotten from uh, Actors Access was they wanted me to play tuba for as an extra on some show for twelve hours, and the pay was fifty dollars. What? Fifty dollars for twelve hours? Something really low. Wait, was it like a a student thing or like was it an actual like it was, production? It was an actual production for something. What? I don't want to give the name of it, but it was. I don't. I don't know exactly what it was going to be. That's on. ridiculous. But um, and keep in mind, I don't even play tuba, so I don't know why I matched with that. Yeah, I, I play piano a little bit, um, ukulele. Oh, uh, I got one right there. Oh, you have one right here. Yeah. Oh, that looks like a nice one. It's a Fender. Yeah. Nice. It's a gift. Um, but yeah, no, I play some basic instruments. Um, I dabbled in guitar, drums, but no tuba. I don't know why yeah. that popped up on my feet. And I just, uh, you mentioned money. Um, when did you decide that you're no longer going to do like free stuff? Like a week ago. Really? <laughs> no, that's, that's a good answer. Maybe a couple weeks ago, but uh, I was doing a, a senior's class. Um, it was a senior showcase class for uh, at UArts. And they had some big professionals there helping us and telling us how to survive in this industry and what we, we need to do. And they told us, at this point, you can't do anything for free. you got to be paid for your stuff. And, you know, that's when I decided, I guess, community theater is off the table. All that stuff is done. i got to really get serious now. So 
Um, there's a lot of jobs out there. And right now my goal is to book something on Actors Access or Backstage or whatever. But I'm also looking into uh, singing gigs at churches because they're actually really desperate for singers right now. So that's, you know, money from the church. That could be something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you watch everybody fill those baskets? And you're like, yeah, yeah, that's that's mine. that's for me. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, acting is one of those things where it's like, I feel like everyone grows up imagining what if they were an actor at least once. Oh, because because yeah. it's not even like I feel like being an actor is cool, but I think it becomes a problem because like, okay, the new Top Gun is going to be coming out, right? And the trailer looks awesome. Hold on, I don't know what that is. Top Gun is uh, it's they fly jet like fighter jets. Okay, cool. Okay, is it a movie? Tom Cruise. Yeah. Okay. Okay, it looks awesome. Okay, the the new one coming out. Um, it, and I look at that and I'm like, wow. This really makes me want to be a, f- a fighter jet pilot or whatever. But I also realized this also makes a lot of people want to be actors. Movies are making people want to be actors instead of what the, they're portraying, I feel like. And that's why a lot of kids, at least in America, are like, I want to be a YouTuber. I want to be an actor or an actress. Um, and instead of being like, oh, Armageddon was awesome. I can't, be, I can't wait to be an astronaut. They're like, oh, Armageddon was awesome. I can't wait to be an actor. Um, so I, I feel like Acting is one of those things where it's like everyone dreams about it at least once. Yeah. Because it's like, God, be so cool. Because <laughs> although it's not true, your job changes every single time you're on a different set. You know? Like yeah. you're a different thing. And I think that's awesome. So, like, there's a lot of fantasies. And, of course, I still fantasize about it uh, about it because it's f- fucking cool. It's a lot of fun. So, when you go on Actors Access and you go on Backstage and, and all these acting websites, um, I also feel, and tell me if you feel the same way, you might not. I also feel like when you're on this stuff, and like I said, it, was, it felt like a scam. It was like, I feel like acting is too good to be true if you get paid for it. And it feels like, not that I've ever been paid for it, but it feels it would feel like, uh, uh, what's that thing when you uh, accomplish something but you feel like you don't deserve it? Um, imposter syndrome. But yeah, I feel like, <laughs> guilt? Come on, Mark. Uh, imposter syndrome. I feel like if you ended up getting a good gig, would you think you were like, what, am I really doing this? Like, how would you feel? Like, that's, it's like, so, it's such a great, amazing job to have, and I don't know, it's scary. You know, everyone does imagine themselves being an actor. At least at, once. At, at least, least once. once. And I say, like, I say, go try it. If you yeah think you want to give that a shot, go for it. And I'm not very competitive. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, at auditions, people say they're very competitive, and they are, but, I mean, it's up to the director's decision on what's going to happen just like you know be friends at the auditions and just yeah. what happens happens but if you're if you're thinking about being an actor if you want to try it out i say do it you only live once you know but um what were we talking about again we're talking about um <laughs> it's like the greatest jo- one of the greatest jobs in the world because you can do oh. whatever you want but right, when right, you right. actually get paid for it you're like this uh, this i i don't deserve this like what's I mean, happening it's hard to say because it all depends on the job, you know? Like I was saying, play tuba for yeah. 10 hours and get paid 50 bucks. It's or ridiculous. you could get like a really great That's job stupid. in a movie or something and you could get a really good salary or s- whatever. Um, but it really just depends on the job that you book. Um, money-wise, it's all different. You're not going to really get, unless you're in like the union that I was talking about before, yeah. you're not really going to have a steady pay until you're, doing that and that is also something i plan on getting into at one point um 
But right now, I just got to build up my resume so a little more. So how, how confident are you? Be, be like, be real with me. I, you know, I think I've got a shot at making this work. Mm-hmm. Uh, my goal is not to be famous. My goal is not to walk down the red carpet. My goal is to be able to do what I love doing and also be able to live my life. You know, yeah. Pay rent, have a car. Yeah. Raise a family. Well, I think, yeah, I think one of the biggest dreams I have is to be able to pay with pay for gas without cringing. <laughs> That's, I think that would be the best thing in the world. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I feel like, mo- honestly, most people don't even want to be famous. They want they just want to be rich. And that's very hard to do in in the arts. Going into the, the arts. Yeah, field to, to, to be, be rich. rich. No, but like most, unless you're that good. Yeah, but even then, it's like um, okay. So my acting teacher, he, I think, I think this is the correct story. I'm not sure. He was in an acting class with Rob Lowe, and, oh. and Rob Lowe. Um, where's Rob Lowe from? Uh, you know, I think he's in Parks and Rec. Or who's that guy? The he's the fit guy with kind of looks. Anyway, not the point. People would know who Rob Lowe is. Okay. He's, 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 he's famous. He's a famous actor. Mm-hmm. Um, he has, works all the time. And apparently my teacher's like, this guy doesn't know what, he, what he's doing. And Rob Lowe's like, you know what? I'm going to go to New York. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. And everyone's like, what are you talking about? And then he went and did it. So it's like, you know, some people just, acting's one of those things where I say, you either have it or you don't. And if you have it, you could always get better. But if you don't have it, you're probably not going to get better. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. Okay. There's always, no matter how great of an actor you are, there's always room for improvement. If yeah. you got your monologue memorized and you're ready for an audition, no, you're not. Memorize it more. Do more work. You yeah. get more invested in the moment or whatever. But how much uh, character work do you do? Character work? Yeah, like how, how, how invested do you get into the character? Like uh, he reads these kind of books. He listens to this kind of music. How much of that do you do? Um, I use a lot of techniques from, or I take a lot of, you know, skills from the Hagen technique, which is... Oh, explain that one. It's just, it's an acting technique that, you know, this lady named Uga Hagen came up with. And it's basically like a, a step-by-step process of who is this person? What is their objective? Where do they live? What's the environment? Yeah, like yeah. All that stuff. Um, I don't remember the steps specifically. Yeah, but, no, you I'm know, not going like to grind about it, yeah. Um, but I take a lot from that. And then I put that into my work. So say I'm, I don't know, playing a character whose mom just died or something. Mm. Then I look into the circumstance of, like, what, why is his mom dead? Or how, how is this person feeling inside? Are they angry at this? Are they just sad from loss? Because um, you don't know what triggered this emotion. Of course not, yeah. Unless you read the play. Yeah, the script. yeah. But, yeah, you really got to go in depth with a lot of this because... It's, everyone's so different emotionally and you gotta have a good understanding of people. You ever uh, do any comedy or you you drama strictly? I, I do a lot of comedy. Because um, comedy is so much harder in my opinion. You know, a lot of people say that. I, I don't know, I disagree. I have, Really? I guess I'm... Maybe you're just good at it. Then you're guy. just good at it. Like, I don't know. You know? I, do, I like to do a lot of comedy. Um... Yeah. I started picking that up sophomore year of college. I used to do a lot of drama because I, I was classically trained, so I would do a lot of opera, a lot of Italian arias and oh, um, okay. art songs and stuff like that. And then I started doing comedy. Uh, the Mountain Rock song I was telling you about kind of threw me into that genre, and I have started doing songs in class from uh, the School of Rock, which, which was Mount Rock. Yeah. Um, I did 
couple songs from Beetlejuice the musical. Oh, cool. Which okay. is a lot of fun. Yeah. It's hilarious. I recommend anyone to go see it if you're a fan of comedy. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. What else have I done? I don't know. I've just I've done a lot of stuff. Um, some promises, promises. She likes basketball. All this fun so, com- comedic. Yeah, music. yeah. Which so then would you say that you're better at comedy or you're better at drama? I don't. I, again, I I want to say it depends on the project, but I also I don't know. What do you I like? Don't what like do you like more? My own horn. What do you like more? <laughs> this is, I like this, working. Hold on. The, the title of this show is is, is Shane. <laughs> what do you mean? Get the hell out of here. What do you like more? I like working with comedy more, but I, at the same time, I do find dramas to be vastly more interesting than relieving. I love drama. Um, well, growing up, I was very sensitive. I'm still super sensitive. Yesterday, I was watching a movie with my girlfriend, and there was a scene where Jason Gordon-Levitt said to some other actor, um, like, Jason Gordon-Levitt, he had, like, a brain injury, and this cop would always come to his job and Jason Gordon Levitt was like, you know, you don't have to come check up on the bank every night. Um, and the cop's like, you think I'm coming to check up on the bank? I'm coming to see you. <laughs> and then Jason was like, we don't have to pity me and whatever. And like, and like the cop was so happy and smiling. I literally looked at my girlfriend. I was like, I'm gonna cry. This was that was heartbreaking. Like he was so happy to see his friend. <laughs> like that's how sensitive I what am. What was that? I don't, I don't even know. Like the <laughs> the lookout or something. I was in the shower and I came back in on that scene and I was like, man, what are we watching? Oh, Why did this upset me? Yeah, like stuff like then that. Then he ends just... up. Then he ends up dying. The cop. <sighs> I know. But anyway, hold on. So I love drama because mm-hmm. I'm really sensitive and I love writing those stories and getting involved and. Uh, and like imagining crying and seeing the redness in your eyes and like I feel like that is there's nothing more pure than that to me but other people will be like there's nothing more pure than comedy Mm -hmm. but that's why drama is my favorite explain yourself (laughs) you know uh, uh, the reason I like comedy so much is because I love to laugh I it feels good good great and I love to make other people laugh because it's a good feeling but you know, comedy is really serious. Is something I've learned, and oh, the you, culture around it is definitely serious. A lot of it's just really serious. Because if you if you're trying to be funny, it's not funny. No one's gonna laugh. You know, if yeah. you're trying. If you're really forcing a joke, it doesn't work. But if you're genuinely serious about like a wrong, of obviously wrong opinion or something, like that's more funny than yes, cracking. An I know what you're saying. Joke. You yeah. know what I mean? Like so, that more like dry kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it can be really interesting comedy because there can be a lot of story behind a joke or something. But yeah, with drama, there's a lot of backstory behind everything and everyone's emotions yeah. and everyone's point of view. But, yeah, that's – I mean, that's my opinion on the two. Well, no, yeah, I wanted your opinion. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I recently watched a movie um, like two days ago. It's called Beautiful Boy. Uh, I haven't heard of that one. I – Shane – Oh my gosh, I cried so horribly. It's about um it's with Steve Carell. Oh. And um who's the kid that's gonna be in the new Dune movie? Or that is in the new Dune movie? He's uh oh. Timothy Chalamet. Maybe. You you'd know his face. Yeah. Um he, he's the son in the movie and, and, and the son, he's nineteen, twenty years old, gets addicted to drugs. Mm-hmm. And the and the father in the movie is trying to figure out how he could help his son recover from this disease. And bro, oh, it broke my heart. And yeah. a, and I and I learned at the end of the movie, it's actually a true story. Um, crazy stuff, but 
I love, even though it's a horrible feeling, I love feeling that. Yeah. I love feeling, it's like a catharsis. Um, what movie, play, or whatever, comedy, that you, do you always go back to like that that one right there? Honestly, yeah, hard question. Let me think. Let me go think. Ahead, go think. Think about Almost it. anything that Jonah Hill is in is. Yeah, Jonah Hill, hilarious. what a talent. I just saw Superbad what for the first a time talent. a week ago. Oh my gosh, I was crying. That, I, thing was, that movie was so funny. So good. I've never met this man in my life, and I'm intimidated by him. Like, <laughs> like he's the producer, director, actor, like writer. Oh, what a he's talent. Doing it all. He's an incredible professional man. Like, 21 oh. and 22 Jump Street, both hilarious. Oh, and great. I, I laugh every time. Yeah, um, absolutely. You, you catch a good one, man. Yeah, oh, Jonah Hill. I've never seen something that Jonah Hill is in that I didn't like. He's good. He's, he's hilarious. Um, but then you see him in like weird movies, like as a side character. Oh, like sometimes. what? I, I can't remember the name. Oh, of the there movie, was, but there was one where he was like the assistant for something, and I was like, I'm like, what are you doing here? Uh, Moneyball. You ever seen Moneyball? No. He's in Money. He Moneyball is a good movie. Brad Pitt. It's about um, what year was that? That actually take place. Like in real life, you know, early two thousands with uh, the athletic A's of the baseball movie, and um, they like had no funding. Everyone was quitting or getting fired because of the funding. And Brad Pitt was like, "We got to figure out how to bring this baseball team back on the whatever," you know. So he decided to not hire because the whole point was they would only hire good looking people with good families because it yeah. did good for marketing. But they're like, "No, no, 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 no! Let's hire all the ugly people that have really good statistics." And I'm like, that's hyperbole. Just they don't have to be ugly. Just good statistics, and um, they end up doing so well. It was like an anomaly, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a true story. Really cool. But Jonah Hill in the movie uh, portrayed the guy that came up with the statistics, like math, like how to find the best players in the entire league. Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't it wasn't a comedy. It's very serious. Um, but I think he did a fantastic job. I do know what you mean, because there was one movie I seen with Jonah Hill where he's like in one scene and he's playing with a butterfly knife and he's like looking at people and pointing at Yeah, like weirdo. I see him as side characters every now yeah, and then. Yeah, so, weird sometimes. I, I want more from you. What are you doing? Yeah, what, what are you, you doing, doing right over there? there? <laughs> you're the, the guy number two, play with a butterfly knife? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's great. Um, I, I, I would consider, yeah, definitely a drama, but one of my favorite... Would it be a drama? I don't know. What, one what, of my what? favorite movies of all time is The Joker, the new one that just came, new Come one just on. came out. Oh, my Bro, gosh. Bro, I saw it with my girlfriend, got out of the theater, and we walked to the Halloween store next to it, and she's like, wanted to talk about Halloween. I'm like, bro, I got to just think for a second. Just calm down. Hold on. I'm not going to lie. I went to therapy for the first time. I was like... Really? I was like, oh, man, I really connected a lot with The Joker there, and that kind of scared me. Yeah. But that was crazy, that movie, and seeing how he... like. What was so crazy was seeing this normal person evolve into such a terrifying being, a leader of some sort. It was a fantastic story. It was a very, it was like an epic. It, it was, was great. Mind boggling, but also like you feel for the Joker. And most things you see with Batman and Joker, you're like, oh, the Joker, the bad guy. But then you really feel for him in this situation because you're like, this guy's struggled so much, and society's been de- has destroyed this person inside and out. Yeah, you know I love the movie, and actually the um the part that upsets me the most is his relationship with his mother, mm-hmm. um and how she's kind of like lost it, and he like it's his only friend, and like I when I was younger I used to watch I watched this movie called Spooner, mm-hmm. and I who's the guy that played Shaggy or he was in Scream the original Scream. 
whatever. Anyway, <laughs> he's the main main guy in it, and it's about like a thirty two year old, maybe thirty five, um, and he basically has no life, and he mm-hmm. lives with his parents. And back then, in like nineteen ninety nine, it wasn't normal to live with your parents. But right now, everyone's fucked, so we're kind of all living <laughs> with our parents. Right. Um. But like, and he. Like, didn't have any friends. He had a job. No one talked to him. He's never had a girlfriend. And I was, like, seven years old watching this movie, and I'm like, this is me. <laughs> like, like I I really connected with that for some weird reason. And I, I look at stuff like that, and I realize why I get so upset about mundane things like Arthur and the Joker, right? Just Arthur, yeah. Yeah. He's um, just living such a lonely life upset me so much more than anything else in that movie. You know, it it did more emotionally for me than watching him shoot people or whatever. You know, I don't know, but I connected with it too. It's very. I don't want to pry, but what connected you to that? What connected me with this movie was that um, I think what really destroyed me was when, like, I see this guy. He's he's a, co- a comedian. Yeah, but yeah. he's horrible at it. He's so bad and. That sucks because when when this is when his world around him is beating him up and down and side and I don't I don't even know what I'm saying but anyways when the world is destroying this guy yeah and the only thing that he loves to do he's horrible at like what else does he have at this point I I, th- I think he even says in the movie like he's got nothing else to lose yeah and that destroys me as because as someone who's really passionate about the arts I'm really thankful that I have learned so excuse me. I've learned so much, and I've been able to grow as an artist to really be able to do these things. But Arthur, I think his name is Arthur Fleck. He, that sounds right. Arthur Fleck. Arthur, he, he's had nothing, and he's he's doing all this on his own. And even his mother at one point says, you have to be good to be a comedian. And that was that was heart. Yes. Especially for yes. someone, like if my parents came to me and said, you, you got to be good, good to be an to actor. Be an actor. Oh, Imagine my that feeling. Like that's, that's And horrible. your parents aren't crazy. You know? My parents aren't crazy. Yeah, that would not, hurt even more. And I have friends other than my parents, but this guy, he's only got his mother and the only yeah, person he's really uh, talking to. Clarifying that. But <laughs> yeah, the only person he's talking to says he's bad at what he does. Yeah, what the hell, man? God. And that's terrible. And it's just like, what else has this guy got? And they bring him onto that show to make fun of him. I could see how, he, yeah, I mean, like, all the places where you connect that I totally understand because I, I like I feel that too, but like I totally understand why you would have. And it's way deeper than that. It's not that's just oh, something yeah. that I connect with. Uh, yeah. But like, yeah, no, absolutely. It goes way deeper than what I'm talking about. <sighs> yeah, man. I mean, like thinking about that, just when I I say this, I said this a few times on the show, where I want to grow up to be someone my younger self would be proud of. Exactly. And every day it gets harder to do. Yeah, that's life. That, and, and, yes. And I know I recently had, um, when I say recently, like maybe like 12 hours ago, I recently like realized, like, not to like be mean, or I don't want to be, but like, <laughs> I hate when people say that's life. Because, not because like they don't know what they're talking about. Of course you know what you're talking about. But mm-hmm. I feel like when people say that's life, it's because, okay, for, for instance, back then, like I'm talking like 500, 600 years ago you maybe 300 years ago when like religion was the thing mm-hmm. everyone was like this is what we have this is why we are so this is what life is because it's always been this way when as we got more technologically advanced we realized no we we we, we evolved uh religions helped us love and helped us uh gather more, uh, a larger family sure but uh we it wasn't always this way 
when people say that's life, it's, a, it, it's as if it was always written in stone that way. Mm-hmm. But it's not. It, it, it evolves. Um, so when, like, my mother or my father or my family be like, oh, that's life, I'm like, what are you telling me? Are you telling me that, like, I can't change this? Like, I, I have to settle for something I was given because there's no way to be different. And I know I'm, I'm, I'm really pulling it apart here in a way I really shouldn't have to, but when people say, uh, that's life, I'm like, fuck, that sucks, man. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and, I, and I think of my, my younger self, and if I had to save my younger self from being who I am now, what would it take? And I, and I wake up every day trying to figure that out, and it's really, really fucking hard. So when you watch Joker, and you see yourself like, what if that was me, man? I don't want to be Arthur Fleck. That's my biggest fear. I don't want to think I'm so great and everyone's secretly not telling me that, bro, you got to do some work. You're not so good. Or I don't want my mother, my father to be like, Shane, we think you should get a degree in something else because you are really bad at this. You don't want to hear that. It's a huge fear of yours, right? Wouldn't it be? It would be. Yeah, Yeah, it is. Yeah. So growing up, it's like what, what, how your responsibility to yourself to be who you want to be, like how much pressure is that on you? As an act, as an artist, like it's not an e- like. Listen, people might not respect it all the time, but it's not an easy, not an easy job. No, and what I really don't like is when people say it's not a job. That's no, the enough, worst. Yeah, but um, going back to that, that's life thing. When I say that's life, I don't. I mean didn't like, mean that pick no, no, you no, apart no, like no, that. No, 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 no. You're good. Yeah, but when I say that's life, like I mean, you got to put in the work. Yeah, life. Yeah. Life's not going to just give you whatever you want. You yes. know, you got to put in the work. If I go home and I just make a sandwich and watch a yeah. movie, I'm not going to get booked in anything. I'm not going to get anything. Nothing. I could dream about it all day, but it's not going to happen. You got to put in the work. You got to get out of bed and do all this shit. And, you know, that's life. You got to just, if you want to be someone, yes. then you got to work towards it and you got to change yourself and not, you know, forcefully change yourself to be someone who you're not, but like, you know, form yourself into the person you want to be, you know? I think one of the hard, oh my gosh, every single fucking podcast, the last eight podcasts, I keep bringing up the same thing. <laughs> I ask people two, que- oh, there's a few things I ask people mm-hmm. or tell people. If someone comes to me and they don't know what to do for the rest of their life, like, Mark, I don't know what to do. I don't know what I want to do. I can't figure it out. I, I, I ask them or I tell them, you've got two options. You could either make life worth it or make life possible. Shane, you make life worth it. You're an actor. You're an artist. You make it pos- You make you make it fun, enjoyable for people to be alive, and you make it enjoyable enjoyable for you to be alive yourself. Mm-hmm. A doctor, an engineer, anyone like that makes life possible. Right. So you got those two options. Yeah. And then I ask, I say, okay, how do you live? Most usually, the answer being by any by any means necessary. That's how I'm going to live. Second question is, why do you live? Why do you care enough to keep going? And the reason why I bring this up is because it's really hard, extremely hard, especially modern day people, for them to find a reason to want to keep going. Mm-hmm. And I said this to, I think, my last episode. Um, I used a musician. F- having something you enjoy enough to be able to be like, I want to wake up tomorrow and do it again. Like, God bless you that you were able to find this, but like, how was it hard? Like, find it? I know you had it when you were really young, but do you ever feel like, is this it? Is this what I want to do? Like, do you ever have second guesses? I think about, um, I mean, yes, yeah, no. I, I mean, every actor goes through moments in their life where they're like, oh, man, 
uh, maybe I should do something else. Uh huh. But that that goes away as soon as you do anything. As soon as you sing, as soon as you do a monologue or something, like you automatically realize I want to do this. At least you know it should. But um, for me, I I just can't see myself working at an office job or doing honestly anything else. Like, yeah, money's great. But I'd rather enjoy, you know, I'd rather enjoy, enjoy my life, life yeah. than just, you know, make you a butt ton of money yeah. and hate my life. Um, but I mean, there are p- many people in professions that are out there and people enjoy what they do and they make a lot of money. Me, I just, I enjoy the arts. Yeah. It doesn't make a lot of money, but I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think doing what I love is more important than making a profit. Yeah, and you were saying that, like, of course, everybody second-guesses themselves every now and then. Yeah, you know, it happens. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of with everything that anyone does. I, I I'd find it hard to imagine that someone studying to be a doctor would be like, I'm, I'm, I can do this. This is easy. <laughs> yeah, this is easy. This is, I'm ready to go. Yeah, are you kidding me? Come on, get me in that room. <laughs> but, um, I, especially because I'm on YouTube, right? It's, mm-hmm. um, like, YouTube's a battle of attrition, and so is most arts. Mm-hmm. Is, um, the person who stays in it the longest is going to win. And I had this conversation with that kid over there, um, the one with the hat, about, um, I think I did. I may be wrong. Uh, I'm going to pretend like I did. Um, where you you got to stay in it you know, to win it, right? Um, everyone's going to hit a point, especially with art, where it's like, you know, maybe this doesn't work. Maybe I can't do this. Then it's like that... You, if you just went a little bit more, maybe you would have it. And it's that quote from uh, Jim Carrey. We talked about uh, it. My favorite actor. Yeah, great, great. He's, he's the one who got me into acting. Well, in let's go back we to that. Yeah, that. but he talked about his father. And I know exactly. Yeah, what say. yeah. He said my father, um, was a banker, or whatever, whatever. He he had a job, and I'm gonna say for them, I'm gonna butcher it, unless you want to say it. You have it. I he, might butcher it too, but uh, basically, it he said his father was an. I think an accountant. Yeah. Um, and his father wanted to be a comedian, right? Sure. His father wanted to be a comedian, but it wasn't making the money. And instead he decided to keep it safe and be an accountant. Yeah. Um, and I think Jim Carrey said something about just not, not keeping it safe and taking a risk or something. Yeah. He said, you so might want, you he, might yeah. know it better than he I said, do. he said his Jim Carrey's father Wanted to be a comedian. He wanted to, you know, have fun with it. Like he wanted to enjoy something. Right. But because he had a family, because he had to take care of things, he decided to get a safe job. Mm-hmm. And then he ended up getting fired from that safe job. That's, yeah, that's what it was. So Jim Carrey says, if you can get fired doing something you hate, you might as well try doing something you love. Yeah. So that's the thing, mm-hmm. right? So with this battle of attrition, right, is, is make sure you stay in it as long as you can. And then you ask yourself, can I really do anything with this or should I switch it up? And motherfucker, I fucking ask myself that question every goddamn day. I'm, I, my podcast is seven months old and I'm like, I wake up and I'm like, oh my gosh, what if I, I message this guy on Instagram and he says no? Like, it's scary. And then you're like, oh, what if I get this audition and they don't respond? Or what if they do respond and they give me feedback I don't like, and it's like, it's scary. You're putting yourself out there. It's more than just like pushing keys on a, you know, on a board. And listen, there's, there's value and honor and everything people do, but the, uh, emotional strength it takes to be a performer is pretty large. And 
it's depending on who you are easily t- torn down so wanting to be this amazing actor or musician or podcaster youtuber most of the time it's you got to stick in it and you're never going to know if it ever will work but i promise you it won't work if you stop mm-hmm. and that's yeah. the game kind of sucks but it is yeah no it definitely wouldn't work if you just quit yeah well go a little bit i don't know what give me see how i'm like Fuck, I'm oh, like, sorry, sorry. I'm on it. Bring us closer. <laughs> Play with it, man. Right here. Yeah, like, and you don't have to lean over for it. Like, look at me. Come on, just yeah, manhandle it. You got, you got your water down there, right? The bottle. Oh, I finished that. You finished that? Hey, I finished all my. You want to do me a favor? Take this glass. Want to want to get this gentleman some water? Thank you so much. God, you just want to stick your face in there. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you so much. Uh, and go in the garage. There should be more water in there. Thank you. Um, continue. What were we saying? Um, you have to stay in it to win it. You got to, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. My advice with that is not everyone who goes into theater or the arts ends up coming out as the most successful person ever. No. And some people might lose their passion for it and that's okay. It's, it's okay to move on to something else. Yes. It's not a bad thing. Um, I'm grateful that I stuck with this because I still enjoy it. Of course. But if you're if you're losing enjoyment from it, why do something else? And See, give something else a try. And if that's worse, go back to the arts. You know, you're not yeah. stuck in one place. And, you know, most actors have at least younger um younger actors who are just getting into the industry, they they have a second job. They do something else because, you know, Acting's not making the money completely yet. You can't survive off of it. But yeah. Some people, you know, become bartenders or most people waiter, waiters. Yeah. Actor or not, most professionals, teachers, uh, teachers, they they all have two or three jobs. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you go to if you want to become an actor and you get and you now you're a working actor, you're getting paid for it, but you still have to work another job. Don't don't feel down on yourself. No. Literally everyone's doing that right now. Yeah, like, that's not bad at all. You're doing great yeah come on man that's what i'm saying thank you so much thank you yeah (laughs) just close the door for me thank you um yeah i mean like there's this uh i think it was on a ted talk uh it's uh it bounced back open gerard you have to like push it and like turn the knob there you go beautiful there, I think it was a TED Talk where the guy said, and it's kind of like a cop-out, like, well, bro, no shit, obviously. <laughs> but it's like he said that um, what every person, every successful person has in common is, um, I don't know, the, I can't remember the synonym he used for it, but it was um, like basically not giving up. And I'm like, well, yeah, no shit, obviously. But the point of him saying that was if you stop, you obviously aren't going to succeed. Mm-hmm. So if you still have any bit of want in you to have it, just don't stop. And I'm a fitness instructor, right? And I always tell people, I don't care how slow you go, just don't stop. So doing high knees, push-ups, if they're, if they're running or walking at that point, just I don't care how fast you're going uh, or how slow you're going, just don't stop. Yeah. So, so that's the thing. And I, and, I, and I feel like if you keep it going, if you keep doing what you're doing, and, and like I'd love to... Next time you got a show or something, like I want to, I'll come look. You know, I'll let you know. Yeah, let me know. Um, I I like watching people that are passionate about their craft continue the work, even though it's so, it's hard, man. It's it's hard to get into, hard to 
consistently keep it going. But And then you can imagine, like, having a family and then having to make a decision, like, bro, can I even still do my art? Because, like, I've got other things to worry about now. So you said, I don't know if it was recorded or not, you said you wanted to have a family, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know... I gotta figure this out first. Oh, I'm not. I'm yeah, not. Yeah. yeah, no way. <laughs> I'm like Shane. Uh, when you having kids? No, no. I wouldn't even. No, come know, on. A couple months, maybe. Couple months. <laughs> wow, that's real soon. soon. Oh my gosh. Um. Yeah. Cause um, I mean that's a goal of mine to, you know, live my life, have a yeah. family, own a house, a car, but I gotta figure this out first. I gotta, you know, really yeah. get myself known. I gotta. So, okay, speak, speaking of getting known, um, you know, before the show, I was asking about like, all right, uh, YouTube, uh, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, where are you, when are you, how are you? And you're starting a website, right? Yes, I am. It's out there already. I got to pay for the subscription to make it like an official website. Yeah. But, uh, you can find my website. Just type in Shane, S-H-A-Y-N-E. Well, listen, we, we got like, I think like uh, actually a good few weeks before this episode goes out. Yeah. So if you finish by then, I'll put it in the description. Cool. But uh, con- yeah, continue. Yeah. So just, um, I've got Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, the website, mm-hmm. and yeah, I don't have anything else. I've got a YouTube channel, but it's mostly just for auditions. So I think coming from someone that doesn't know what they're talking about, I think you should do do put more into that oh yeah 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 um i'm in the process of doing that i'm working on some reels that are going to be going on my website soon um i am also going to be working on some voice acting reels uh which would be so much fun yeah i just gotta i'm i'm looking into this workshop i can't remember the name of it specifically but it's a workshop in new york where they train you a little bit tell you like what you should look into as a voice actor and then they'll eventually help you with a demo reel which is going to be a bunch of different samples of your voice in one thing and you know that should be coming in about a year what uh you know when like uh i realized i wanted to like i've always been a writer but i realized i really want to do it when the first season of stranger things came out (laughs) right yeah what's something that like a current show that's still like running that's Kind of new, whether it be Stranger Things or Umbrella Academy or The Boys. What's something you'd want to be cast in? Anything. Like something yeah. that just came out? Yeah, what fucking fantasize with me. Whatever you want, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like I'm, I, I brought it up before Superbad, but like a movie like Superbad movie would be like Superbad? so much fun. Um, okay, another question then. Another question. Go. Would, if you had the money, would you be confident to start your own production? Depends on the production. I don't know. I'm not. I haven't really delved in, dove into the uh, writing. You got to read this book. Which one? The film. You can grab it out if you want to. Just watch this your one? glass. Yeah. You want to get it for you? Sure. Yeah. This book. Oh, the filmmaker's handbook is incredible. I loved it so much. Um, you're already an actor, and I feel like you got a lot of your bases covered when it comes to your skill and in, in, in all that. But um, if you want to learn about like, like things on set about what like every single position does this is the book uh if you're ever like at some point like i'm a good actor i know that um i want to do my own thing and this is for anybody mostly i'm saying for anyone it's like what do i do that this is a great book to read i mean like i don't know what edition is going to be out when you're ready to read it but yeah um, i learned so much from it because like we said you're a storyteller right yeah we all are we all are of course um 
and with like things like TikTok now, and not that you need to read this book for TikTok, but <laughs> like things like TikTok, things like YouTube, I think, Shane, you have the capacity to make so much more than you are. And I know you know that. You can make so much more than you are right now. Um, and I I don't want to use the word famous because I fucking hate the word famous, but I think you can get pretty big. Um, yeah, you, you really can. Um, you ever think about like trying to like do like TikTok or like Vine when it came yeah, out? I just, or I, I talk with my girlfriend every now and then about TikTok ideas and it'll make her laugh and I'll say, oh, I'll put this on. I never really get... I, I just gotta don't. Do it. You got to do it, Shane. I don't have an excuse. To, I just don't. Oh, but, Shane. Um, yeah. You know, I'll, I'll probably start something like that. Uh, I was thinking about doing a YouTube series or something. But, oh, uh, my gosh. You did. Uh, you tried doing a podcast for a little while, right? Yeah, I was doing um, something like this, but it was called Sunday Morning Recorded. It was kind of like a, a knockoff of Saturday Night Live. Yep. Okay. Um, you know, I was doing it while in college my senior year, and it was really difficult because I've, you know, Guests were very limited for me in my yeah. area. Um, I have never edited or filmed or like used microphones and all this equipment before, so it was like first time doing everything by myself. Yeah, scary. And it was just it, it was just a lot. Um, I had a job too that I was doing, so I haven't been doing that in a while. I have two episodes out. If anyone wants to go check them out. Oh my gosh, where can I find them? Where do I find them? Uh, YouTube. Just type in Sunday Morning Recorded. They should come up. I've got one er- interview with a friend of mine. His name is um, Maxwell Marcus. He's a, a pro wrestler. What? And then I've got another one. It was a Christmas special where I interviewed Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. I heard about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sunday Morning Recorded. Yeah, in the process oh, of... I don't like, know what I just did. <laughs> in the process of like moving out of the city and coming back home... All, like my whole set's all. Is this you? Let me see. I think that's that's the trailer. If you want to show that, you can. Well, I'm going to go on the. There are the interviews. Oh, look yeah, at yeah, you! Yeah, yeah. I will go to the trailer. Hold on. <laughs> the trailer. For anyone that's not on YouTube, come on YouTube to listen to this. Uh... Oh my gosh! Stupid ad. Okay, wait for the ad to go away. Hold on, two, one. So I don't know if my uh, the music I chose is. I don't care. I don't get paid for this anyway. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. That's so cool. Where do you go, man? Oh, what is this? It's actually pretty. Uh, I kind of dig it. I was actually listening to it on the way here, that song. 2020. Get ready. Get ready, YouTube. Get ready, guys. It's coming. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to keep the volume down for this. I just want to see what it looks like. So what was your experience like? Um, It was difficult. I was not the best host. I gotta give you it another just try. Started. I just started. Come on, um, it's new. It's a lot of new territory for me. Actually, at the end of each of these episodes, I would sit and just write a bunch of notes on what I need to improve after looking over the footage, and I would talk about. I would just write down like, "Oh, sound quality needs to be better. Uh, be a little more energetic with you know certain questions and stuff yeah. like that." Just to. I think it sounds like you've judged yourself too harshly. No, no, no. I, I I'm not. I mean, I'm really big on constructive criticism. I like well. I just I just gave you mine. I think you judge yourself too harshly. (laughs) I because so was your show very uh, or at least did you try to make it very uh, structured? What do you mean by that? Like you uh, you had questions like ready to go and you wanted. Oh yeah, I have postcards in my hand with all of like tons of questions. And do you think that helped you? Um, probably not. I don't know because I haven't had one question planned for today. I think that's what you should try to do. Yeah, I maybe you're right, 
But um, because you're very good at just talking to people, Shane. I'm mean, like, you came into my house and then just started talking to my girlfriend, and <laughs> I was cooking chicken. I mean, like, if you can do that with a normal person, why change it? I think you can do it very well. Yeah, I gotta get, I gotta get this started again. Yeah. So you looks like uh, between two ferns with Zach Gall- Galifian. How do you? Yeah, say that? I, when I was putting this together, I started looking up other interviews to like, I put the setup together and everything. Yeah. And then I found two ferns. Like, Oh, that's, that's kind of what I'm oh, doing. Geez. <laughs> <laughs> so who is this guy? Uh, his name's Maxwell Marcus. Uh, I actually met him in Greece. Uh, we he were l- doing an apprenticeship for is a he theater Greek? company. No, no, no. <laughs> kind of looks Greek. I don't think he is, but, um, the curly hair, but yeah, no, we met at an apprenticeship we were doing in Greece. We were working with the uh, one year lease theater company. It was, it was a month in Greece doing theater. It was oh, awesome. This is cool. The Christmas has got like the fireplace. Oh yeah. I want to get I just want to look at it. Sunday morning recording. Did you come? You come with that on your own? I did. Wait, who? Wait, this is an actual guy. I thought you dressed up as Santa. Oh no, that's a, that's my first celebrity guest. It's <laughs> actually <laughs> Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. That's so <laughs> awesome. What were you? What you? What were you asking Santa Claus? Uh, basically, you know, I mean, what would you ask Santa Claus? How do you get into the house at night? Stop um, looking at my wife. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know you got a crystal ball, but it's, I'm not cool with it. <laughs> yeah, it it was a fun interview though. Um, that's so funny. Oh, you got cookies and everything. Cookies. Where where did you record this? It was at my house, like my my parents' house. Yeah, that's awesome. God, your hair is incredible. Oh, thank you. Much better than Santa's. God, Santa's got uh. Walgreens reading glass. <laughs> You'd think the elves could make him some, huh? Hey, he's a simple guy. He's a simple guy. He simple walks guy. into Walgreens, gets some reading glasses. Hey, doesn't, you know? Doesn't need it all. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. That's awesome. But it was fun. Yeah, yeah that's cool. That's cool. Um, was, uh, I think that came out the Sunday before Christmas. And was it like the... Oh, wait. Yeah, was it like the pandemic that was like, yeah, I'm going to try to do this? Um, It was last... Yeah, so last year. Um... What year is it? 2021. It's, it's 2021. <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah, good question. Last, last year. Um, I mean, yeah, we everything was fine. It did make things more difficult. Um, I tried asking people from my college to it, come help out yeah. with the project. Yeah. And, you know, they're all actors. They're all artists. Oh, it sounds like a gold arts. mine. Well, you'd think so, but, you know, everyone else is really busy with all of their other projects. So, you know, I couldn't really find many people. Um, I did find a couple. I get it. And I get it. They were very helpful, but they were. I was also bouncing between New Jersey and Philadelphia, so I couldn't get them to come both ways. You started something that you could have done, but weren't ready for. I think. Yeah. I think. I think there there would have been a better time in your life to do this. It's not over. I'm gonna keep definitely going not over. It. Definitely but not over. Is there yeah. anything that you um that you want to do that you haven't done yet when it when it comes to acting or performing, um. Like, you said you're, I know you did, like, opera and, like, plays and stuff. You're a singer, correct? Yeah. you ever, like, wanted something with just singing? Um, I mean, yeah, I, I'll do stuff with, that's just singing. But it's not my overall goal to be just a singer. Um, I think the things that I really want to do are voice acting and film. Yeah. And plays. Actually, uh, you brought up Stranger Things before. I just sent in an audition for... Uh, a parody musical called Stranger Sings. Stranger Sings. Stranger Sings. And they called me back to audition oh, for Hopper, which is kind of interesting. Okay. So I sent in my tape. I think it went tape. 
I sent it my video. I sent my tin- yeah, no, everyone still Jesus, calls it tape. It's still fine. What year it is? Um, yeah. but yeah, no, I sent in my video, and I think it went pretty well. So I'm still waiting to hear back from them on that one. So this is what I've gathered, Shane. Okay, what have you gathered? Mark? I've gathered. Um, <laughs> keep in mind, I'm no one you should you know hold an opinion with. I don't have value. Okay, my words don't mean anything. I, sh- shut shut the hell up! What are you doing over there? <laughs> yeah, uh huh. Um, I think that. Most of what I know about you, um, and I'm not not from you, but from uh, your friends and my friend, is um, a, a lot of uh, talk and conversation about who you are and how you are. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely want to see a lot more of you, um, like on screen, on stage. I I know how you talk. I don't really know who you are as a person. I've only talked to you for an hour and three minutes. <laughs> um, and I think... When I when I meet actors or people that say they want to be an actor or like people that are like they say they're actors and you go to like an improv club and you're like oh this is so cringy this is like because you know there's people like that and I'm probably one of them but whatever um, but when you say you're an actor it seems like you could end up be actually you know really becoming a working actor but I think you're also holding yourself back because it's a new world and you've been in college for a long time you've been working really hard. But you also forgot that there's a lot of people out there, a lot of people like uh, actors, uh, you know, hire, like who's the uh, person that hires the actors? What are they called? The director of casting director. Casting director. There's casting directors, there's producers, there's directors, all these people out, out there that either, I mean, very, you can disagree with me, that either don't care they went to acting school, um, do care they went to acting school, um, or don't care about anyone but themselves and whoever um, their hiring actor, uh, director, whatever. Uh, has on set. I feel like the reason what I'm saying, I'm going to go back to this TikTok stuff, I'm going back to this YouTube stuff, this this podcast stuff. I feel like so many people, uh, and I went to SCAD for like three months. Um, you know where SCAD is or where SCAD is? Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, it's like one of the biggest art school or film schools in the entire world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I hated it, but that's not the point. Um, all these people will go to this, these schools, but then all the other people that actually are in the industry usually end up not caring unless it's for, like, editing or, like, design, something that you actually need to learn about. I feel like you can get the most out of your acting life is if you do what you're kind of doing right now, taking it into your own hands and pushing and pushing the bar, pushing the bar, um, getting your reels out there, talking to stuff, talking to people, even, although I'm, I'm very small time, talking to people like me, being like, yo, I want to be on your podcast next. Like, put yourself out there, get people to know your name, Get people like, I'm going to click on this guy's Instagram. Sure, I'm going to click on his website. That's what you got to do. I have this friend's name, Johnny. I talked to you about him. I met yeah, him yeah. I met him in a film class. And it was me, him, and my friend Kayla. And we were the most annoying kids in class. And we only knew each other from that class. And like a year later, six months later, Johnny messaged me. Like, hey, I'm filming something. Come on, let's do this. And now Johnny's the co-host of one of my ep- uh, shows that I do on this podcast. Like, it's the networking, it's the team, it's getting together. And I'm, I'm sure you've met so many people at school. I think you can meet more people. I think you can make better connections. And I think it'd be very easy for you. It's just that thing where it's like, you have no excuses. You said it yourself. I think yeah. you, you got to do it and you'll get so much from it. And you, you have a lot of fun. Am I making any sense? No, yeah, totally. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do about this? I'm going to... You got to do this, man. Gonna do it. I want to see. I want. I, I want to see some. Every person that comes on here, I want. I want to see them become something big. Mm-hmm. Uh, how fucking cool would it be if it's like I? I knew Shane before. You know, like before. Like 
And even though you don't, you said you don't want to be famous, don't want to be rich. Sure, but it'd be fucking nice if it happened, right? No, it would of be course nice, it would. Of course. And I'm not saying you will. I'm not saying you won't. But there's a lot of things I think you can do to uh, get out there. I mean, like, I this doesn't sound so weird because I had another we barely knew each other. But like, I mean, I, we talked a long time ago at the diner. Remember? Yeah. We were talking about acting. We were actually ago. talking about acting, and. Um, and you've been in it for a long time. And I think it's about time that you get something out of it. That's what I'm auditioning. That's what exactly. I'm trying to do. Well, that's what I'm saying. You're doing a lot yeah, of work. Yeah. You're putting a lot of work in. But the reason why I bring up, um, you know, the industry versus, like, the school system is because although you're putting a lot in, you're, you're throwing in the auditions, I feel like most actors today, okay, I, God, I can't stand it, but Logan Paul, right? It, it went from a six-second Vine video to fighting Floyd Mayweather. He's a smart guy. No, not, don't he, give he him... Not, no, no, no. Don't give him that. No, no. I'm going to stop you right there. Okay. He's not a smart not a smart guy. I hate when people say, oh, he's a genius. He's not a fucking genius. He got I'm lucky. I'm not saying he's a genius. But... But he knows what he's doing. Yeah, okay. Sure, he knows what he's doing, but I would know what I was doing, too, if that's all I had to do. I mean, like, when you see where he grew up with how much money he had and how much he really didn't have to do and how, I don't know if it was him or his brother, uh, got onto Disney Channel. Like, I mean, like, it, it's been Steven. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Sorry, guys. Um, how, I mean, I don't know the kid's life, but he lives on a big property. You know, his parents have money. I mean, like, not saying he didn't work at all. A lot easier. But all he had to do, he didn't even have to use all that money. He didn't even have to use all this, all these connections. All he had to do was be personable and have six seconds on the internet. And that's what got him to where he is now, where he's making millions of dollars. Everyone knows his name for good and bad reasons. I'm not saying it's easy. Oh, no. But I think that there's a huge audience that you're missing out on that I think a lot of people would enjoy you. Whatever you tell your girlfriend, those TikToks that you have an idea, I don't know, I think you should do it, man. I guess I will. You really <laughs> should. And I feel like sometimes people listen to me and they're like, God, Mark sounds like an asshole. He sounds like, like he's t- I feel like I'm talking at you and not with you. And I hate, I hate doing that. And I know I, I, I have to fix that. But um, it's kind of like tough love. I don't know. I don't know, man. No, yeah, totally. I mean, I'm totally for it constructive criticism i don't like i said before i hate sugarcoating i've been went through four years of it i'm totally sick of it okay well then what's something that okay give me something that like someone sugarcoated that you're like god i that was rough to sit through um you know you'd you'd have like we take these musical theater classes at um, yeah at college to you know sing and you know tell a story through a song absolutely get these people who come in and they don't have their song prepared at all. They they forget the words. They they they're not even doing the bare minimum. Yeah. But you get people saying you get teachers saying like, "Oh, it's okay." And then you get the students saying, "Sorry, I was under a lot of stress." And you know, you're going here to be an actor. You got to act like it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, when people don't like I've never went somewhere for somewhere for like strictly acting, but like for MMA and you go there or like wrestling practice and the people like aren't taking it seriously. It's like, why are you here? What are you doing? I had, a, uh, there's one teacher at my school that I really, really respected because we had this one, gr- uh, I'm, we had this one person who would never really prepare their, 
their work. Okay. And he just at one point said to her, why are you here? What are you doing? Damn. She said that. Oh, In front shit. of everybody. And, Kid deserved you know, it, huh? she left next semester. But, I mean, he was right. Why? What are you doing? It's not just going to be given to you on a silver platter. Was and, and it was a, a guy? The I kid? mean, it was it was a girl, but the, no, the kid, the student. Yeah, it was a girl. It was a girl. So yeah. did, did she actually want to be an actress? I, I, you know, I don't know her story, but he did say, "Why are you here?" Damn. And every time I've seen her in class, she was never prepared, and you know that's you know bare minimum of being an actor. Just always be prepared and yeah, be ready for what you're gonna do. God, I love acting. I just, I just thinking about it, like if you have the opportunity to do it, why not try your best? Yeah, like exactly. what do we just say? It's like one of the best jobs in the world. Are you kidding me? It, but it could have been not for her. You know, she could have well, been yeah, someone whose yeah, mom yeah. forced her to do it or something. That's true too. There are people out there. You just you don't know people's stories. So, I mean, you know, yeah, you judge, don't know. Guess, yeah, you don't but, know. You know, that's that's part of being an actor. You got to be prepared. And this person wasn't, and they moved on to something else, and that's okay. Yeah. God, I just, I couldn't imagine. You know. I'm like I try pretty hard in everything I do. I like to imagine anyway. But yeah, um, but it's like I, I can't imagine what she. So what's something? What's something somebody said to you though that you were like, like they sh- you knew you did a bad job, and they sugarcoated a correction. You were like, wow, that hurt more than, cr- like, being critical. Um, I'm trying to think, because I, I know when like, uh, going back to like combat sports, when like someone like is uh, sparring, mm-hmm. and they suck. And they get off the mat, and the guys are like, "You're pretty good." It's like, "Ooh, that was rough." Because everyone knows that's untrue. I think usually in uh, acting studio classes, when a teacher doesn't really have notes for you, yeah, that means you. I mean, at least for me, it kind of feels like I didn't really give much enough for them to, you know, critique me enough. You know. Um, but yeah, I I would have circumstances or I would have incidents in acting classes where I would get no notes. And it's not because I did a great job. It's because, you know, I didn't bring enough to the table for them to critique. And that's when you you know, ah, I got to I got to amp it up yeah. and get more invested in this moment in this circumstance. So so moments like that, but yeah. then there are also moments where you know you really screwed up something like you're forgetting words or something and then the teacher will just be like it's okay as as we'll get through it and you know i'm kind of looking for more it's time it's time it's, it's time it's, to hear this stuff right it's time to hear like yeah you fucked up you really screwed this up eventually you should be disappointed yeah, in yourself eventually kind comments kind uh criticism doesn't work it doesn't. Eventually, you um, need to know, because you're in the big leagues. You know, you need to know what you're doing wrong. You need to know how to fix it. And if you don't, you're going to fail. I don't think I've had, in my, in my four years of college, I don't think I've had one person say, that was shit. You know? Yeah. No one's really said, you really got to work on that. It's always been, good job. Here's some notes. All right. That's okay. It, it was it's like, imagine being on set with Quentin Tarantino. He's like, you son of a bitch. Why would you come on my set and disgrace it so horribly? Like, imagine. You know, I, like, that like, sounds terrible, but terrible. I would appreciate something it's like that. He's like, you know what? Thanks, Quinn. I'm going to go, I'm I'm gonna gonna go, go cry. I'm going to go cry real <laughs> yeah. quick. I'm going to come back, yeah, yeah, and be, then we're going to work on it be again. Better. It'll be um, better. He said to, um, who, who's got, Jamie Foxx. He said to Jamie Foxx when he was playing Django. Um, Jamie Foxx, he, he's like, it's impossible for Jamie Foxx not to be cool. So when he was playing Django, he like was I think he was like trying to be like a cool guy, and then uh, 
Quentin Tarantino took Jamie Foxx into the bed. He's like, come over here. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? It's like, he's, not, he's, a, he's a slave. He doesn't know how to read. You're not supposed to be cool. Get back out there and play it right. <laughs> Jamie Foxx was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and nice. he did. He, played, he did a good job. But um, people are serious about this. And, and if you're serious, oh, yeah. it's, it's time to be serious. But look, we're coming on the end of the show. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to put you in the hot seat. But um, what's your range with singing? My range? Yeah, like, can oh. you do it, like, on the spot, or do you need to, like, have music? Do you need to, like, like, can you, it doesn't, the acoustics need to be okay? So I, I want, I gotta hear something, man. I don't know if I'm gonna sing right now. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's what I said. But, um, Damn, I wanna, do you have something? Do you have something I could look at? On Instagram or anywhere? Or send uh, me something? I'll, oh, okay, well, here's what we're gonna do. I don't know if, it, I don't know if you have anything. Do it at home. Send me something. If you want, you don't have to. And I'll use it as the outro music. I think I have... Uh, you ever hear of um the Book of Mormon? Like yeah, the show, no, yeah, the yeah, show. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, I I have a video of me that I used for a showcase singing. Ah, damn it! What was the name of that song? Man up! It was okay. called Man up. Uh, I can send you that. Okay. Oh wait, you know what song I love? My favorite play song. Which song? Um, it was in Marriage Story. Um. Oh my is that, god! Is that a drama? Yeah, I heard that one. Marriage Story is a Netflix drama, but the it they sung a song that's from a play by Stephen Sondheim, mm-hmm. right? Uh, oh my gosh, it's um, being alive, being alive, being alive by in from the from the play. I'm gonna play it. I don't. I, I don't. I, I'm not. I, I, I might know it if I hear it. Uh, I'm alive. No, be. I think it's being alive. You're not thinking of I'm alive, I'm alive. No, of course not. not. not Come on. Don't I'm not, not going to lie. I really hate that song. Do you? By uh, Company? You ever seen Company? No. Okay, this is the, the and, you know, in a thousand subscribers from now, when I'm monetized, I can't do this, but I don't care. Oh, my gosh. I'm already, this, I love this song. Everyone that's listening, just, just enjoy it for a second. <laughs> I love this song. It's about being afraid to fall in love because you're so in love with yourself, basically. Okay. It is such a good song, Shane. And I think you should sing this song some point. Try it. I <laughs> I try to sing it in the car when I'm alone because that's the only time that I sound good. <laughs> it's it's I love the song so much. It make it makes me cry. It makes me happy. Oh my gosh, Shane! I can give it a shot. You should. Next next time you're recording yourself, do it. But um, Shane, I got one. More. I'm gonna I'm gonna play. I'm gonna keep this going while while we're talking. I got one more question for you Go. before we end. And for someone, whether let's say they're 11 years old, someone that's young, or even if they're like in their 40s, for, although you went to college, so you had that. What's step one to step? Now I could at least apply for these acting jobs, and I can feel confident about it. What's the timeline you would tell someone to take to get from one point to the other? Because that's the most important thing for me to ask people that are in the arts. Because I don't know, and that's something I want to know. And it's hard. It's not as hard. Everyone's different. I know that. Don't be very critical on yourself. But what would Shane say? Um, can you explain it a little more? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, remember that I talked about Robert Downey Jr.? I was like, I wish I knew how he got to where he was. Right. Shane, you went to 
college for, for this you went to you did hip hip hop class that your mom was like hey try this out like yeah. you wanted to do all these things to get to where you are right now a lot of people like we were talking about before just don't start if someone said i want to start that i want to be an actor what's like the first thing you would tell them to do um if it's possible if it's possible i would say sign up for an acting class i mean if like i said if you're 11 go sign up for an acting class somewhere yeah, improv troupe, anything, um, community theater—it's all over the place. Yeah, if you're an adult and you just automatically like, I want to be an actor. You know, some people have natural talent. Some yeah, people—you know—I was talking about acting techniques earlier, Uta Hagen and all that, and uh, Meisner and all that stuff. Some people don't even use that; they just—they naturally have it. Um, so you can you can just give it a shot, audition for something. And if you think you need classes, you can go for classes too. There's in New York so many classes, and so it's a lot. Areas. It's a lot easier to get started than most things. I feel like I, I you would don't, say so. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a lot easier to get started with. A lot more difficult to become or prof- like you know a professional actor. Oh yeah, yeah, sure, of course. Yeah, it's a lot of work because there's no one there telling telling you what to do. If you want to be a doctor, you got steps. Being an actor, you don't really got steps. And that's that's kind of the, what I'm asking. It's like, what would the steps be? It's a hard question to answer. And what's great about being an actor is that there's so many different kinds of actors. Yes. You're not, rec- like a doctor, you all got to, all of them have to do the same thing to save lives. To be an actor, yep. you got to find yep. out who you are and you got to find out what kind of artist, what kind of actor you're going to be. Yeah. As, yeah, exactly. Guys. You know, that's a lot of artists. It's all like that. You yeah. Find out what kind of artist you're going to be, and what kind. I of like that. Find out which artist you're going to be, not the artist that people want you to be. It's and that and that's what separates you know successful people from the unsuccessful. In some places, it's like what makes you good at what you're doing is that you found the way you need to do it, not the way somebody else needs you to do it. Yeah. Shane, thank you so much. This is great. <laughs> thank you for I, having me. Thank you for coming. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Hell yeah! This is this is great. I love. This is a great time. I love this. Thank you so much. Guys, I'm going to put everything of Shane's in the description. You know, Instagram, the website, if it gets up and running by the time. Um, any reels, anything anything you got, Shane, I'm going to put it there. I want you guys to click on I want you guys to take a look. Um, and that's about it. Anything else? No. Just All right. Beautiful, guys. Thank you. Thank you so much for watching. We will catch you on the next one. All right. Thank you, everybody.